Hello, and welcome to the Organizing for Change podcast. The goal of this podcast is to equip coalitions, organizations, and individuals to bring change to their communities. The host of the Organizing for Change podcast is the coalition coordinator for Avon, Massachusetts, Amanda Decker. Thank you for listening. Welcome to episode two of the Organizing for Change podcast. We're so excited to have you listening today. I'm your host, Amanda Decker, and this past month, I had the opportunity to attend CADCA's 27th National Leadership Forum in Washington, D.C. CADCA is a membership organization that represents coalitions who are using the coalition model and working together to make their communities a better place. CADCA has members in every U.S. state and territory and also has representation in 23 countries around the world, which I think is pretty cool. The coalition model unites all sectors of a community to come together to solve an issue. In the world of youth substance use and abuse prevention, the data shows that this problem is best tackled by realizing this is a community problem and not just one group of people, such as youth or parents. So the CADCA forum brings together about 3,000 attendees from all sectors of the community, from law enforcement to healthcare to youth, parents, substance abuse prevention specialists, local and national government, you name it. Um, and they work to share best practices and training so that sectors can make the best impact possible in their communities. As part of the forum, youth attendees have the opportunity to attend CADCA's Youth Leadership Initiative. Youth are trained in best practices to create social change, and they're empowered to fight drug use and other problems affecting their communities. While attending the CADCA forum, I had the opportunity to meet the Seriously Coalition. This energetic group of young people put on a fantastic training for forum attendees and answered questions like, How do you engage youth in community change? And what benefits are there to having youth at the table when it comes to community change? After their presentation, we invited them to be on the show so they could share all of their insights and their great ideas with you. As always, you'll find the links that we mentioned on the podcast and more information about how to get in touch with us or with the Seriously Coalition in the show notes. I hope you enjoy this episode and that it helps equip you to bring change to your community. And now for our conversation with Seriously. I'm here with the Seriously Coalition, and they are a prevention coalition for drugs and alcohol. And we're just going to tell you um, a little bit about uh, what they do, and they're going to tell you a little bit about how young people can create change in their community. Um, Before I do that, I'm going to introduce myself, because I didn't do that. My name is Amanda Decker, and I'm your host, and we're just going to go around the room and just let you know who's all in the room with us, and then we'll jump right into our conversation. My name is Jesse Kaufman. I'm the Coalition Director for the Seriously Coalition in Chelsea, Michigan. I'm Jesse Luigi. I'm 17, and I'm in 12th grade. I am Allison Hughes. I'm 16 years old, and I'm in 10th grade. I'm Abby Dobos. I'm 13, and I'm in 8th grade. I'm Ben Schwartz. I'm 13, and I'm in 8th grade. I'm Natalie Gofton, I'm 16, and I'm in 10th grade. I'm Riley Thorburn, I'm 14, and I'm in 8th grade. Awesome. Well, welcome, you guys. I'm just really excited to have you here. I got the opportunity to listen to your presentation the other day, and just you guys were talking about 
uh, young people being involved in creating community change and ways that people could get more young people to come out and be involved. And I just wanted to ask you guys, how did you get involved in this work in the first place? Like, what got you interested in doing any of this in the first place? Okay, I'll start. So, um, my best friend in middle school, her sister got her involved in Seriously, and she loved it once she got to the first meeting. So she invited me, and she was like, oh, it's so much fun, you have to come. And I'm like, okay, I'll go check it out. So I went, and I was, like, hooked from the first meeting. And then I brought other friends, and they brought siblings, and it just went on from there. Awesome. So what is the point of your meetings? Like, what do you do at meetings? Um, we talk about, like, new ideas to come up with, like, fun activities so youth get new activities so they see that it's there's other things to do that's fun besides alcohol and then we talk about like data and marketing and all the like logistics that's awesome i heard that some of you guys are here taking something called the nyli is that true mm -hmm. yeah. yeah can you tell me what is nyli and what do you do with so, that um jesse oh no it's the youth uh, track it's run. the youth track that we're doing. It's called Key Essentials. Okay. But that we're on. We missed one of the meetings for our presentation, so we don't know a lot about it. What have you done so far um, when it comes to going to those meetings? Well, oh. we've um, identified the problems in our community, like what substance most teens are abusing, and we made a statement for it. So far as we said, uh, underage alcohol consumption is a problem mm -hmm. in Chelsea. And then we, were, we drew a map of our city, like a, just a quick map. And then we identified hot spots where a lot of teens are using alcohol. And we did a lot of discussion about uh, why, why teens would be using it. And we came up with the idea that it's because of the parents. Mm -hmm. Because parents are saying that, I'd rather have my kid drink under my supervision than with friends in a random area. Or I did it when I was their age and it's just a phase. And so we did a lot of like that kind of discussion. Oh, that's really great. And so when you think about um, addressing that, did your group come up with any ideas of how you could change that or make a difference when it comes to parents? Uh, I think we were, we talked about um, telling police a lot where like students who know where the hotspots are, they know where kids are drinking, they know which parents are giving out alcohol and stuff to just like notify someone or to discourage youth from going to those places were some of the ideas we came up with. I think that's really great because a lot of times what I've seen is people will have a coalition and they don't necessarily have a strong youth presence at the table. So they'll come up with all these ideas and all these thoughts about, hey, this is what we should do to fix underage drinking in our community, but they don't involve the youth or bring the youth to the table. So I think it's something really neat that they do here at the CAGDA Forum is they train youth and teach you guys, you know, that you can, you know, logically go about and systematically come up with all these ideas that really work and they're from you guys, not just from a bunch of grown-ups that sat around in a room and made a guess at what they think is happening in the community. So that's really neat. Um, what changes have you guys been a part of making in your community so far? Um, so a lot of it was just ideas that we've had. Like one of them... I came up with an idea for a Minecraft server where we are building a replica of Chelsea wow. and involving a lot of the community. And then, yeah. 
That's really, really neat. So tell me how you're involving a lot of the community in doing that. Um, we're hosting, it's like it's sessions at the library where we invite people and they'll come and use some of the library's computers to edit a map and build like the clock tower, which is a super iconic part of Chelsea and uh, other parts of Chelsea. Oh, that's really great. When you guys talk about getting young people to the table, it doesn't seem like your coalition has the hardest time getting young people out, but what would you um, recommend to a group that maybe doesn't have a bunch of youth at the table? How would they go about getting more youth to come to their table? Fun, I think, is one of the most important things that we try to like emphasize to everybody who asks that question because youth just want to have fun. Like They do want to help, and they do... like like the business part also but if it's just like straight up lectures and meetings about like all the business portions then youth will probably not come back and then also like try to get the youth when they're younger like fifth grade because then they they don't see any much like drugs and alcohol and they think why would someone do that so they're more like willing to join something when they don't see a lot of like other people around them doing it because like it's harder to get high schoolers to come because they're like well this is the normal thing to do they're not it's not gonna work or like it's kind of the normal here so like, just getting them while they're younger I think helps that's great and then what would you say to people who say I just you know my schedule's really busy and you know, I can't come to all those meetings and do all of that. What would you say to a young person who maybe just has a really busy schedule? Well, we ch- you want to go, Ali? Sure. So I'm, like, I just joined Seriously. And the reason I didn't come was mainly because of the schedules. Because I thought it was going to be busy. And, like, every week we would have to meet and we would have to do a lot of business. And I didn't realize what it was, like, fully what it was. And then I actually filled in someone's spot to come here, and I figured out like you do a lot, you like you do a lot of fun things, and you only meet like monthly, but you actually like fix problems in the community because we've done they've done a lot of things to, or they've changed a lot of things in the community, and I think just if you have a busy schedule, I I it's would pretty, just it's pretty flexible in yeah, our town. Yeah. That's great. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <clears throat> excuse me, this is Jesse. I'll just add, um, one of the things that we really try to do in Seriously is we try to offer a lot of different ways in which youth can get involved, and we um, don't guilt them in being involved. And so we really try and keep it open. And there are seasons where we don't see a kid for several months, months, and that is we have no hard feelings for them. We want them to succeed in their other endeavors. And so... Um, I, I think kids, I'm hoping the kids know that if they pop out of Seriously for a time because they are really busy and they come back, you know, they're still welcome to come back. And, you know, we have coalition meetings and we have youth steering committee meetings, but then we have separate things like the Minecraft server building work sessions where kids might come to that, but they might not come to the coalition meeting. But we still count them as members of the coalition because they are contributing to the work of the coalition. So it by allowing ourselves to have a more flexible understanding of what membership means in the coalition it I think it really makes it more welcoming and and open to students and their already busy schedules 
It's fantastic. One of the things I noticed about uh, you is that you guys speak really well publicly. Have you had any training when it comes to public speaking? Are your group helping you out to speak more in front of, or is that just kind of a natural thing you guys are all just great at? We actually only practiced. We did like a quick run through the day before the presentation, wow. and that was one of the only times we practiced for it. So I think uh, just the aspect of being involved in Seriously has built up our confidence. And uh, even though we didn't practice a ton, we all knew what Seriously was about. We knew the core things, and we were able to answer the questions effectively, yeah, even though great. we didn't practice. Totally. That kind of goes back to say that you know maybe you didn't even know that you were being trained this whole entire time because you all knew that information really well. And so yeah. that, that's really great instead of just training for an event, like it's something that's ongoing at your group. And also, like, through Seriously, it also helps us with our classes because of, like, the public speaking aspect of it. Sure. We, like, the confidence building, like, right now in my classes, we're on to, like, the speech portion, and I have no trouble with it at all because of, like, the confidence Seriously has given That's really great. So tell me, what does a typical meeting look like? It starts with a game to like get everybody comfortable and no one's just and like some energy out and get people to like know everybody, and then we get into like we always have an agenda of knowing like what we have to do to get through it, and then we talk about like the business portion of it of what we have to accomplish in that meeting, and then some like we'll have a lot of food most of the time, so we can eat throughout. And then, like, sometimes we'll have another icebreaker or just, like, another break where people can, like, just relax. And, like, even if it, if it's, like, a lot of mind stuff, we don't want to, like, overpower our brain. Yeah. And then it's pretty and then, like, simple. Sometimes we'll break up into two groups. And some of the younger kids who aren't quite, like, as mature, I guess, to be talking about, like, all the drugs and alcohol stuff, they kind of go and they plan, like, fun events, like the New Year's Eve party, and then some of the older kids and maybe some of the adults will go and talk about the statistics and more of the business portion of Seriously, and I think that helps because then as the youth get older, they can kind of go between different, like, planning, fun events, and still, and then also talking about statistics. Well, that's really great. How did you guys come up with the name Seriously, or where did that come from, or what does it even mean? Oh, this is my slide. Oh, wait, no, that was Ali's yeah. slide. <laughs> um, seriously is a text language for seriously. So it's like, you know how teenagers or younger people use LOL? Well, it's not actually spelled seriously. It's S-R-S-L-Y. <laughs> That's great. And did, was that something that young people came up with, or that, just somebody thought that was like... That was a marketing team. That we, was like oh. before seriously was formed, before like... It was when Seriously was first created because, like, it was created by adults. So that was before youth was. Involved. Some clever adults to be able to think well, of. They had middle school children, and so um, they we collaborated with a marketing company, Edgar Norman Creative, and they had two middle school sons, and um, so they were very keyed into you know what was going on in their sons' lives, and so that that's how they proposed uh, the SRSOI Seriously as a as a name, <clears throat> text language um, to relate to to. Uh, youth using text, but uh, but then also kind of that with the idea that you know we're talking about a serious subject, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. Awesome. 
And um, we don't have a lot of time left, but what I'd love is each one of you to go around the room before we sign off and just give some advice to some young people who might be out there thinking about doing something like this. Um, just give some advice to them and also for you, Jesse, uh, some advice to adults who um, you know need some encouragement, last words of encouragement for how to get some young people up to their table. So we're just going to start here and just go around the room and just, you know, some advice to young people. Okay, I would say don't be afraid to step up and to be a leader in your community and to know that you have your own voice and that you can, you can show um, grown-ups or you can show older people that your voice matters as much as theirs do. That's great. Um, I would say, like, even if you're shy, just to go out and join, like, coalitions or any other group that, like, seems fun. You don't have to, like, jump in right away, but, like, once you get comfortable with the people in the group and once it's, like, you think it's actually a lot of fun, then you can speak up and then it starts building your confidence, so it's a lot helpful. I'd say you only live once, so do something that makes your voice heard. Don't waste it. Okay. Well, I definitely think that you should join, like, a coalition because, like, it's really cool to be able to work on stuff and then be able to see the change in your community that you helped change, I guess, in a good way. So I think that's just a really cool aspect of being in a coalition. I think if you're thinking about joining a coalition but you're not sure because, like, you have other busy schedule or busy schedule, I say you might as well just try and see what it's like because for me, I didn't know what it was. I didn't even really know fully what this coalition was about. But now that I know about it more, I want to continue to do it. That's great. Um, like, I would just say, like, if you want to make your voice heard and make a difference, go for it. And, like, if it's something you believe in, stand up, make your voice heard about that because... You can make a big difference in the world. That's great. Starting one step at a time. That's great. And if you already haven't, to the adults, uh, if you already couldn't tell, youth are waiting for their voice to be heard. They're waiting to be respected. Um, they're waiting for adults in their community to support them and empower them to reach their potential. And so uh, spend some time with them, care about them for who they are, and help give them opportunities to... to uh, achieve their goals and and to reach for more and you will absolutely be surprised by what they achieve before we turn off the mics can you guys give like a play-by-play -play of the game where you make the peanut butter and jelly with your yes we were talking right. about weird games um we were reading through your list of all your games and the peanut butter and jelly one we thought um people should know about this game so <laughs> oh, if you if you can tell us so uh about this peanut butter and jelly game that you guys play at your school to get some new members to join and see the fun that you guys are having. So this is something we play. Um, so the way that Seriously celebrates Red Ribbon Week is by having an anti-drug contest. Um, and so at different age levels, we have kids um, participate with different things. So, you know, fifth graders make posters about what their anti-drug is. Sixth graders write a poem about their anti-drug. Um, seventh graders talk about goals as an anti-drug. Eighth graders talk about fun, wholesome fun as an anti-drug. And so um, sometimes we actually are in class for a time and we can do some fun games. Other times we have a short amount of time with a big group of people. 
And so the peanut butter and jelly game is a lot of fun because there's a real shock value to it. And it really, even if you're not playing, you are definitely engaged in the, in the game. So um, I ask teachers because they tend to know the student population a little bit better. I say I'm looking for volunteers who um, will be okay in front of a group, are willing to do something a little outside their zone, <laughs> and um, who can take you know being in the spotlight for a little bit, or maybe who need the spotlight a little bit. And so the teachers, uh, the time that's, the times that we've played it, um, it doesn't need to be this way, but we've picked three girls uh, who sit in a chair and they make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with their feet. And then we pick three boys who then eat the sandwich that the girls have made with their feet. Um, and it's a, it is a very, uh, I love watching it because people react. It's a game with a lot of reactions and uh, it's a lot of fun to hear. Every, every first bite is the room erupts and, and everybody's going crazy. So it's a lot of fun to see kids in, engage with that. And it's also like a good like spreader of like what, about seriously because there was rumors going all around that a kid went home sick and like he threw up and I I definitely thought some kid threw up and I was in seriously and I thought someone had to go home sick but but he did not I can confirm he did not throw up and he did not go home sick <laughs> maybe they like sanitized their feet before they made the sandwich or something we did we had we had wipes That's there so funny mm-hmm. This yeah. is really off topic. Yeah, this is <laughs> <laughs> it was very fun though. We'll we'll make sure to put some of this peanut fun in our uh, in our podcast. <laughs> thank you guys. So seriously. Yeah, thank no you very much. Thank we you. had lots of fun. Yeah, it was very fun. We really appreciate it and we look forward to uh, following you guys on social media. We'll put these things in our show notes. We do show notes so that people can read more about your coalition and follow your social media and you know, hear about the great things that you guys are continuing to do in your community. So good luck all you guys and we appreciate you very much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. For more information from today's podcast, check out our show notes. There you can find our contact information, social media, and website. Please get in touch with us if you have any comments or questions. And if you like today's podcast, please share it with your friends. Thanks for listening.